plug those headphones in. It's time for Ireland's only interactive podcast, the multi-award-winning Opinions Matter with Jeremy and Katie. And you're very welcome along to this latest episode of the Opinions Matter podcast with Jeremy and uh, Katie. And on this episode, well, before I tell you what we're going to be talking about, I want to say a big thank you and give a mention to the sponsors of this podcast, uh, the Snail Box Restaurant, one of my favourite restaurants. It's a family-run business just outside Dublin. It's literally a stone throw outside Dublin on the N2 between Ashburn and Slane at Kill Moon Cross. They have delicious food, friendly service, and it's a family restaurant as well. There's some restaurants where you can go with your kids and you know they're looking at you when you come in the door going, no, we don't want you here. No, not the Snail Box. They are happy for you to bring along your your kids and they have an absolutely brilliant menu for the kids. Also, they're open seven days a week. And it's not just a restaurant. It's also a place where you can look at amazing memorabilia, including a football signed by a Brazilian legend, Pelé. Have you seen Pelé's ball? I have not seen Pele's ball. But Is you, it nice? But you can, yeah, it's quite big. It's big, yeah. yeah you, it's, in, yeah. it's in glass, though. So Would you, you need two hands? Well, you can't touch Pele's ball. Oh, okay. No, you can look Is at it shiny? It. it looks a bit worn. Ah, yeah. Pele's dead, by the way. I don't know if you knew that. No, Pele's a French football player. Oh. Anyway, uh, they have Pele's football. And they also have the lar- Sorry, what? There must be two Pele's, are there? No, there's only one Pele. No, there's, no, a Pele st- there's literally a Pele still alive. Look, I'll show you. No, don't no b- there is a Pele don't bother, still don't alive. Nothing to do with what we're talking about. No, well, uh, they also have the largest Look, collection. Look, there he is. That's the, literally the Pele I'm talking about. He's dead. He's are Brazilian. Sure? Am I sure he's dead? Yeah. He's okay, well, dead then who's about- the Pele for the French football team? There is a Pele for the French football team. No, hang on. Bear with me. Anyway, head along to the Snailbox restaurant. <laughs> Where you will see uh, Pele's ball, and it's not the Pele. That oh, see, Brian Pele. Look, a French professional footballer, I told you, who also plays as a midfielder. Midfielder. Well, there's only one Pele, and that's no, the Brazilian jo- Pele. Johan Pele. Oh, God, she's just trolling me. <laughs> there's more than one Pele. Okay, the most famous Pele that you all know of, uh, it's his ball that's in the Snailbox restaurant. So please head along to the Snailbox. Let them know that Adrian, Jeremy, and Katie sent you. Now, what do we want to talk about on this edition of Opinions Matter. Well, it's a topic from Amanda, and it's one that is going to annoy a lot of you. I know it is because cannabis is a very thorny issue because there are people on one side who believe that it's a safe drug. They've been smoking it all their life and it's grand. And then there's people on the other side, like myself, who wouldn't be a fan of the drug. But I want you to have a very close listen to Amanda's story because if you're a parent of a teenager this should worry you one of my biggest fears as a parent is that when my kids grow up that they will dabble in drugs and uh, there's nothing really you can do is there to stop them but this is quite worrying and I know even by mentioning the word cannabis and drug in the same sentence together people go ah cannabis isn't a drug what are you saying cannabis is a drug for cannabis isn't a drug uh, it is a drug alcohol's a drug as well by the way lads I want you to highlight this because it's a very important issue how cannabis has destroyed my daughter's life. I get so angry when I hear people saying cannabis is safe. Cannabis is not addictive. That's what she's saying. It is addictive. I want to tell you my story. My daughter started smoking at 14. I stupidly knew about it and did nothing about it because all her friends were doing it and I was led to believe that it was safe. Before she started smoking it, she was great at school, very outgoing, star pupil, 
Fast forward five years now, and she is a disaster. She is addicted to it. When she gets up, she has to smoke it. She smokes it five times a day. She has become so meaty, moody, with no get up and go. She dropped out of school before doing the leaving. And although she works part-time in the pub, all she does all day is smoke cannabis. All her wages goes on it. She is a stranger compared to the lovely bright girl she was at 14. The difference five years can make. I blame myself, but I also want to warn parents, check if your teen is on it and cut it out. Don't believe the nonsense that it's not dangerous and addictive. Please deal with this. I'm trying to get my daughter in addiction counselling now because of this vile drug. Thank you for highlighting this. And that is from Amanda. And Amanda, thanks very much for bringing this to our attention. We uh, got this uh, email yesterday and we said, yeah, we got to deal with this because this is a mother who wants to give a warning. Now, Katie, do you think she's exaggerating or? Uh, well, not in the sense that you'd worry about. That's a horrible story. I'm sorry to hear she's gone through that. Um, but well, who's to say it wouldn't happen with alcohol? You could have a daughter who's an alcoholic. If okay, but we're not talking about alcohol. Why can we never have a conversation about <laughs> because, because No, but we can never people, have a conversation about cannabis but, without uh, people going, what about alcohol? We're not talking about alcohol. But do alcoholics call for alcohol to be, or do families of uh, people who are alcoholics call for alcohol to be banned? Well, she's not calling it for t- t- to be banned. What well, then what does she want? What she's saying is she wants parents to warn their teenagers uh, about smoking it and also for people to stop saying, you know, Katie. Yeah. And um, that people for years have been saying cannabis is safe, it's safe, it's not addictive, yeah. Um, but any, anything in moderation, everything in moderation, it all depends on your personality. Okay, here's Jen. Great topic today, guys. Sorry I can't come on. Um, but yes, it is a dangerous, dangerous drug. And I have seen so many people's lives and relationships destroyed because of it. Now, I do understand in cer- certain circumstances, some people use it to get out of pain, which is fine, but... I think if you have no self-control or you have a addictive personality, you um, you will go down a very dangerous road with it. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Jen. And that's the point that I'm trying to make. By the way, this is coming from somebody I've never taken the drug, um, so maybe I'm not even versed to talking about it. But what I'm saying is... You are. You are you're versed to talk about it in the sense that you've never had any interest in it. Yeah. No, but I, I think that people undermine the dangerousness of or the danger of the drug do you do you not agree oh I d- there is definitely an attitude towards it that it's 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 harmless yeah obviously smoking anything isn't good for you but would i go as far as to say that i think it's really dangerous for everybody no i don't okay but if you she when she found out that her 14 year old daughter was smoking it she kind of brushed it aside and said ah it's okay, if all her friends. Who are brushes aside their kids smoke? Oh, I, lots of people, you'd be surprised. At 14, if I found out my kids were smoking normal cigarettes, I'd eat them. I know. What, the cigarettes or the children? I'd make them eat them. <laughs> no, the, <laughs> the point is, Katie, I would say you're probably quite naive. I would say maybe half. Okay, let's say 15. Let's say half of 15 year olds have tried cannabis. Yeah, but I think, so yeah, I I don't know. I know when I was 14, 15, everybody smoked. I don't think smoking, around, I think teens are a lot more health conscious nowadays. I don't think there's the same amount of smoking, although the vapes, a lot of them are on the, the flavoured vapes now, which I think every would. Te- every teenager smoking cannabis. Stay there for a second. I don't know about every teenager. I think no, it's not every teenager. Uh, Darren, what do you want to say about this? Hi, Jeremy. How are you, Darren? Uh, well, number one, it's not, not, it's not completely not safe like it's not harmless anyways I'm a smoker all that anyways yeah and and how, how, how long how long, how long have you been smoking it 
I only started smoking when I was 19. Wow, okay. And what, so age, like, what age are you now? I'm 32. And the has fact it... that your woman was smoking her when she was 14, that's the problem right there. Okay, so... Her brain yeah. isn't developed since she's 21. So her brain wasn't developed... Um, and that's why it's completely that's why it's completely changed her life the minute her mother seen that she was smoking at 14 that should have been the get go to say no you need to get off it because at 14 it's way too young to be smoking it but outside my local shops anytime I walk by there's like kids as young as 13 and the smell of cannabis off them. I'd love all, to know where they're, they're getting it from how are they getting in touch with people from old, older, from older brothers or whatever the case may be who knows where they're getting it from it's the fair. most worrying part of that obviously aside from the, the cannabis itself is the, the circles that they are then mixing in to, to even the, the acquaintances they're making to even get cannabis it's very and dangerous at such a young age made. The point that Katie made there about she was probably going to go on and do it anyways or do it with alcohol, that's 100% correct. Because I've all, I only smoke cannabis. I don't do that now. Don't drink. Don't do coke. Don't do any of that shit. So, like, the gay, all that bullshit about being a gay drunk as well is just bullshit. Well, no, yeah, no, no, no. Well, hang on, she... don't believe it. it people well, no, call it the gateway drug. She's not saying it's a gateway drug. What well, she... she is because she's saying it started with cannabis. She's inferring that it is. No, what she's saying is she is sick of people saying cannabis is safe and cannabis is not addictive. It is both. My daughter's life was ruined because of it. No, her daughter's life was ruined because she moved on to harder stuff. No, she hasn't moved on to harder stuff. She's still just only doing cannabis. Look. She's only doing cannabis. So that's what she's saying. Now, would you agree, Darren, that it is A, addictive, and B, not as safe as you think? 100%, yeah. Especially for a 14-year-old. So what should the... I mean, it's, it's, you can't go back in time now, but what should the mother have done when she found out her 14-year-old was smoking it? Well... <laughs> Too late now, obviously, yeah, but she should have done something because 14 is just way too young. Everything in moderation, Jeremy. Yeah, but hang on, Darren. I think if this was a 16 year old we were talking about, you'd probably think it was okay. No, I wouldn't. Because I'm, I was lucky. I didn't smoke weed at all in school. Because I think if I did smoke weed in school, I wouldn't be who I am today. If it is. It is, if it is as dangerous as this mother's making it out to be, then how come in some parts of the world it's being pres- prescribed? Sure, that's, but sure, uh, you can carry... Medical cannabis, yeah. yeah. But as well, Case, you can carry a, a gun in America. Guns um, aren't being so, prescribed to people. No, but what I'm saying is you're and, saying... Uh, another, Jeremy, another thing as well, right? Uh, people, everyone thinks that cannabis is addictive. The actual THC itself is not addictive. People smoke with tobacco. So it's the actual tobacco that you become addicted to. When you're craving a joint, it isn't the joint you're craving, it's the tobacco. Well, maybe it's the feeling that the joint gives you that you're craving, is it not that you... Like, this could, Amanda's daughter, literally when she gets up in the morning, she has a joint. I mean, that's, that's an addiction. It's an addiction, all right, yeah. But like I said, 14 was way too young. She should have just nipped it in the bud straight away when she was 14. So that was irresponsible parenting. And done what? Just, I don't know, done something. I mean, how do, you, how do you stop your 14-year-old from smoking? Like, stay there for a second, Darren. That's what I'd love to know. If anybody, well, I mean, it's... That's the question that a par- every parent would like the answer to. How do you stop your kids? 
all you can do is I suppose keep telling the, the dangers of drugs in general and hope they don't do it yeah like she knew um, she knew that it, that she her daughter was smoking it and did nothing about it yeah that's that's where she went wrong I'm like why would you simply ignore the fact that your your kid at 14 as a kid is smoking cannabis yeah, well, there's a lot more than that uh, doing it. Let me go to uh, Trevor. Trevor, your own opinions matter. How are you? Yeah, I well, failure of a mother, first of all. Uh, secondly, I'm going to say I've never smoked it. I did grow up in the 80s, 90s. I grew up around it. Everyone I knew smoked it. And I lost friends through other drugs that started on it. And I definitely 100% believe it's 100% addictive. Well, certainly listen to Amanda's story, uh, it is. Her daughter is having... Now, I don't know, lads. Uh, you, you know, maybe, Katie, you know more about us or someone who's listening and knows more about cannabis. Is smoking five joints a day a lot? I don't know. It depends on... It depends on... Some people smoke joints like cigarettes. Some people literally have a joint like they're smoking a cigarette. That's so, it. Roll so, up a joint, spark one up. So it could have 20 a day. Maybe Jesus. not 20 a day. Okay, maybe not 20. But then somebody, there are people who would literally like them like a normal smoke walking down the road. So Do you, you ever walk down the road in town and oh, yeah. smell it Everywhere. in front of you? Like. Wherever. There's a building site near where I work um, and the smell of cannabis off all the builders. Like, it's absolutely disgraceful. I just think like they're sitting here, it's, it's not heroin we're talking about either. Do you know what I mean? It's not. It, okay, oh, there we it's, go. Not, there we go. Yeah, I know. Not, she always does this, doesn't she? Yeah, compared, not, you know what? You know, I was waiting for you to actually bring up alcohol comparisons as well. You oh, know? she did. She already mentioned but alcohol, the, but, yeah. No, it, I'm, just oh, hi- I'm just highlighting the hypocrisy of people who sit and have a few drinks and then give out by somebody who has a few joints. You know, if, if, if you are dependent on it, then you have a problem. But I know people and I've known people people all through my teenage years and growing up people who can have a couple and then not look for it again for ages I just yeah, okay, I, I, I grew up with lads and I saw their personalities changing through the years and I mean years of smoking cannabis and they're not the same person I knew when I, they were, I was a teenager you sure like, they're not doing just, it does alter your brain chemistry I don't care what anyone says and the fact that your first caller said your brain doesn't stop developing until you're 21 yeah he started smoking when he was 19 right thought that was a bit hypocritical but anyway listen the thing the woman should have done is what I done kick the child out of 14, 15 what kick her out onto the street it's what I done Jeremy like I said man I grew up around drugs all my life and I cursed lots of people out my life and when I saw the world was doing to the people I have raised and as I have said to you I have five kids and I have told them all under no circumstances will I accept any drug use and do not even come at me or they let them drink alcohol I'm not accepting that bullshit but anyway I did say to them if I catch you with drugs if I smell drugs if I see you with drugs you're going out the front door and I don't give a flying fuck what age you are and I actually one day caught me 15 year old with a few joints and he went out the front door and I just said nope off you go I'm sorry where did he where did he end up going didn't care what do you mean he didn't care? He was a minor. He was doing drugs. If he's big enough to do drugs, then he's big enough to look after himself. weed for his own safety, but you'll feck him out in the streets without care in the world. Hold on, hold on, Katie. Listen, I'm not going to signify this just to weed. Basically, he was doing drugs, so I said, get the hell out of my house. And so Now, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to lie. He came, I took him back after a week and a half, and I found out where he was staying, but during the whole week and a half I didn't actually look for him I didn't bother with him and if you found out again Jesus, let's say he was after murdering I know, somebody I swear to God let, let's say you found paraphernalia some I don't know papers some filters a grinder in his bedroom what would you do? he got one chance 
and that's all he's getting. And at the end of the day, if he comes in here and if he ever suspect he has a hand, he's going back out the front and he'll never come back in. He'll so, be dead to me. And I've told him that. Okay, what did did Mrs. Trevor have anything to say about this when uh, when you decided to um, to kick him out? Oh yeah, oh yeah, Mrs. Trevor thought, oh that's me baby, you can't put them out of the house and all, and I just told her, listen, at the end of the day, if he's doing drugs, he's big and big man to look after himself, and if you feel that strongly, Mrs. Trevor can go with him. Have you never, as a, a, a teenager, Trevor, like, dabbled, tried a spliff, no? Never? No. No, I lost people to drugs, hey, I have no interest in it, hey, and I hope but it no, never... I understand you don't want to, nobody wants their kids to smoke weed or do drugs, I hope my kids never smoke anything, even cigarettes, but I'm just saying, do you really think that throwing him out of the house was the best plan of action? Because, I mean, there's a lot more danger out in the streets. Okay, I always tell my kids from day one that they, they should be able to... Uh, just saying no to this sort of stuff and I raised him that way and at the end of the day when he was found with it I told him to get out so then I go against my, it's, at the end of the day it's my house my rules okay but he did it again as Katie says you, you wanted him to be safe um, and off the drugs and by doing that you kicked him out onto the street where did he go to live by the way well, let me ask you, Jamie. How's his? How's he concerned about his safety if he's buying drugs and no, then getting himself no, into asking, death? That no, never comes down. No, but I'm asking you, Trevor. Where did he, where did he live? Like, where did he sleep the night that you kicked him out? The uh, night you kicked him, he actually stayed on the front doorstep, and he thought I would let him back in the next morning, and I told him to get the hell away from the house. And then I think he went uh, what they call couch surfing. So you let him sleep on the front porch? Yeah. Jesus. For for having. Why am I meant to feel bad about that? For having, uh, yeah. For having a split. Why? Because hang on, Jamie. If he's get, at the end of the day, you have heard the stories about people. Oh, he started having cannabis, and cannabis is already done. Yeah, somehow they mass they they amass these massive debts, and then what happens when they can't pay? Who pay? Who do the drug dealers go looking to? Oh, they go to you. Yes. Yeah, that ain't happening with me. Not a hope. They want to put themselves in debt. They want to jeopardize their health, their brain, whatever. It's not happening under my roof. Okay, so your message to Amanda, because she's the one that's looking for, well, she's not looking for advice, she's giving a warning. Um, her her 19-year-old now is smoking it all the time, won't do anything, won't go to work, just lays around the house, um, all moody, she's a complete stranger. You're saying to Amanda, kick that 19-year-old out of the house. Well, she hasn't got much of a bloody future, has she? If she's definitely lazy and doing nothing with her life. And yeah, uh, sorry, but what's, what's she say? She's 19 now? She's 19 now, yeah. 19 now, started at 14. Sorry, she's five years too late. Should have kicked her out at 14. <laughs> Trevor, Tough I just want to ask you an honest question. And this is, you know, you can say I'll bring it back to this, but I'm genuinely wondering, do you drink? Oh, here we go. No, no, I don't. Do drink? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, of course I do. Okay. But I'm like... I, Probably three, four times a year, though. Okay, so you're you're pretty much a teetotaler. You don't really drink. So what has this got to do with anything? Don't don't tell me what has this got to do with anything, Jeremy. You drink <coughs> alcohol is a drug too. So we're not talking about alcohol, though. Here. But the point, hey, no, no, but hey, the point why is, don't you throw, why don't you throw sugar into the equation? Then, but yeah. su- sugar is a drug as well. Okay, so we should kick your yeah, kids. So the only thing like, is, the only thing I, is, I don't get it. The only thing is, is that sugar isn't in. <laughs> in the short term as damaging as alcohol abuse and as and as yes but sugar will not bring scum rat bikes to your door 
that want money demanding that you want a debt no. that your child has ran up. Nah, not a hope. Yeah, I, I get that 100%. But we're, we're having a general conversation here, but we're not talking about debt that runs up. We're talking about the actual drug itself. And I'm, I'm comparing... Yeah, but okay, these are all substances or consequences of the drug. I, oh, absolutely. But I'm just saying, I think, personally, myself, I think it's hypocritical of people who drink to blast people who enjoy spliff. Now, I'm saying within in moderation. Within not moderation. Pe- within moderation. Okay, stay there for a second. We're going to come to Kira in a moment. Don't go away. Voted Irish Current Affairs Podcast of the Year. It's Opinions Matter with Jeremy and Katie. Sure, there'll be people listening to this podcast going, my God, overreaction of the year. We're talking about Amanda's situation. Her uh, 14-year-old, well, she was 14, started smoking cannabis. Amanda did nothing about it thinking, well, all teenagers are doing it. And fast forward five years, her daughter's now 19 and has basically become moody, no get up and go. She dropped out of school, didn't do the leaving, no interest in getting a proper job. She's working part time in a pub and, and all she does all day is smoke the drug. And Amanda's very pissed off with this narrative that seems to be spread by a lot of people that cannabis is safe and that's... Uh, I've, never, no I've never heard anyone say, oh yeah, cannabis is safe. Sorry, what? I've never heard anybody say cannabis is harmless. Anything oh my you, God. Anything you smoke is not harmless. Eat tobacco is not harmless. It's extremely the, the, dangerous Ridiculous long-term. to say that, that you've never heard that. Anybody who smokes a drug will try and fill you that, with that bullshit that it's safe. They're not, saying, they're not saying it's safe. They're saying, well, you know, everybody else is drinking. It's not, they know it's not good for them. It's not promoting their health. They know that. But it's just, it, it, I think the argument is, is that it's just not as bad as some people make it out to be. Okay, we were also talking to Trevor on the line who um, kicked out his 15-year-old son made him sorry was he 15 Trevor was that his age 15 at the time yeah yeah 15 let him sleep on the uh, the front of like the I the, get trying to set an example for your kids and you yeah. know and I get him he's trying to be he's a good dad he's obviously wants the best for his kid there's no doubt in that but like throwing your kid out that's not the best way to teach your child at 15 they what, where's a 15 year old go what's he gonna do I know let me go to Kira. hi Kira. hey is good what do you want to say about this Um, I just don't understand how Trevor could just throw his child out like that like it doesn't like it doesn't make sense to me. Like my brother's uh twenty one now and he smokes weed and he's been smoking it since he was thirteen. And Sorry, thirteen. Thirteen. Oh, Jesus Christ. Let Kira speak there for a second, Trevor. Go on, Kira. Like, that's yeah, yeah. younger than fifteen. And my master didn't kick him out. And you like, she wasn't happy about it and she tried to get him off it, but he wasn't going off it. And now he's like he's doing great for himself, like so thirteen years of age, your when your mother um when your mother discovered that he was smoking at thirteen, how did she react? Yeah, like she wasn't happy about it, Jesus. but she didn't kick him out over. Like so what did she do? Him. Like Yeah, well, yeah, what did she do to try and get him off it? Like she was telling him that if he doesn't get off it, that she's gonna like she's gonna like t- like not give him money or anything and he wasn't listening. He was still getting it. Like he was getting it in the school and she was t- wasn't telling me ma'am that he was smoking it in the school. And he's still on it now, is he? He's still on it now, but he's he's not as bad. Now, Trevor, you would say that. <laughs> well, sorry, what, what, what are you laughing I don't at? Think that's funny. Yeah. No, I don't so, what, what did your mum do to stop him? She said, she said, she said, no, she said, she done nothing. Yeah, she did do something. What did she do? She's trying to get him off of. Right, so tell me what you've done. 
she's not give, like she's like he's asking for money off of her to get get with and she's not giving it to him. Right, that's it. No tough lover, no. See, that's the problem with this bloody generation and everybody saying you can't punish children. Why is this To teach them the lesson, to keep them on the right path. Do you not think that's the right thing to do? You don't give a fuck about your own child being left out on the street? No, sorry, look, my children are paramount. Their safety is paramount to me. But at the end of the day, if they're big enough to go and start buying drugs, they're big enough to look after themselves. At 15? Hang yeah. on. Still a Listen, if I don't give a shit if they're 11, I still put them out the door. You're sick. Do you know that? You are sick. What's so funny about that, Trevor? Seriously. I'm sick for trying to teach my children not to do stupid shit with their lives. They're trying to amount to something in society rather than live like a fucking drain on the fucking society that they're in. Your kid was thrown out. Imagine if he was battered by someone or stabbed or hit by a car or anything. And all because you were trying it, that was your your lesson to him. Katie, you're not listening to me. That would fall directly on my head. But you know what? I still think I done the right thing because he doesn't touch it now. Sorry, Kieran. He's in a great job. He's okay, done his oh, leave yes. He but doesn't touch it now either. That or you made a better liar. Yeah. Okay, Kira. Um, you said your brother's doing quite well for himself now as well, is he? Yeah, like he's doing the course to get off it. Like, yeah. Well, there you go, Trevor. So I don't understand what you're saying. He's not trying to get off it. Like I never said he's not trying to get off it. I'm saying your mother failed in the situation. No, she didn't fail. She tried. Well, she couldn't. Well, that's your opinion. I'm giving you my opinion. That's what the show's called, sweetheart. At the end of the day, what? Well, tell me, what's your brother doing with his life now? He's what's doing your business. He's actually got doing a gym course, and they help him get off the drugs. They help him. Right, so no, like employment and stuff. Is he in a good job and all that? Yeah. What's it to do with you? What's it to do with you? Who's I'm who's just wondering, I'm just wondering, because I know my, my son is on a great fast track to, like, into college and then at the IT uh, consultancy sorry, after sorry, college. Just one second, am I hearing echoes or is there two people on no, the phone? No, sorry, there's two people. Who's there with you, Kira? Jessica. Oh, it's Jessica. Sorry, are you related to them? Oh, that's, I think Jess. No, that's my girlfriend. Uh, yeah, is that oh, Jess okay. who comes on the show? Yeah. Uh, okay, so yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, here we go, here we go. No, the oh, point. Oh, here we go. It says the one who fucks the children onto the street, you should be fucking ashamed of yourself. I know, I should be. I'm the bad, bad man. What does it do with you, what her brother's doing? Seriously. Seriously. Say that again? Get a fucking, get a fucking grip of yourself. Have a great grip. Have a great grip on my children as well. And my wife. We yeah, all have a great life. They're probably terrified of you. No, they just know the rules of the house, and if they do want to shoot, but they'll end up like that, brother. Your fifteen-year-old was caught with a split, so you're like, "Oh yeah, go out there where anything could happen to him. You could have gotten on hard or shit." And you, you were like, "Could have, yeah." You should have your kids taken. Why? Because my kids are living great lives. My old, my oldest daughter and my oldest son are both about to go into college and then they're going to be going on to big, great, yeah, big yeah, jobs. Yeah, but hang so on, why? hang on. That's to suggest, hang on, Trevor. That's to suggest that people can't do well in their life. Jesus. Cannabis is smoking. Never suggested that, Jamie. I, what I'm saying is I stopped my children from going down the life, my son from going down the life of using drugs. 
And at the end of the day, it is illegal here, so he could have ended up with a charge sheet, which would sub, uh, uh, you You're not exclude him from certain jobs. Um, Does that make it better then? I think a big problem here is the word illegal. Them. I think if it wasn't illegal, I don't think people would. People here are illegal and not. No, actually, hey, my big problem is I've actually seen rock people's heads and I've seen people die from other stuff, so I just don't want that life to be children. Trevor, from other stuff. So it doesn't okay. matter, Katie. I've seen most people starting non cannabis and weed. But, but that you could say that about anything. Okay, let's go back to your brother, Kieran. Yeah. How, how is he doing with himself? He's been he's been smoking it since he's thirteen, which is ter- that's terrifying for me to hear that that he started yeah, no, that young. Like, with the school and all, like people, like like students were giving it to him, like, and my mom didn't have a clue, like. And well, could she not smell it off him when he came home or anything? No, because he used to just like take like change his clothes in school, like. Yeah, so how you you said the mother failed as a parent, Trevor? How could she have failed when she didn't know what was happening? Right, Jeremy, I'm going to say this to that girl. I hope your brother does get clean of it, okay? That's from the head. But what I'm going to say is, how the hell did your mother not notice him going out in one set of clothes and coming home in a different set of clothes? How the hell did she not smell it up? Because I know for a fact that when all my mates and I grew up with them, you could smell it out of their pores, you could smell it on their hair. It wasn't just on the clothes. He could have had tea last class. Could have been oh, Just excuses is all I'm hearing, Jeremy. How is it excuses? You're like you actually kicked your child out because he smoked. Yeah, can you get bleeding past that people? There's a lot more drugs out there, like coke. Yeah, and at the end of the day, if he thinks he's Billy big, big bollocks to go out and buy drugs, then he's big and big, big enough to go out and survive in the big bad world. And, how and you know what? Yep. He came back a week and a half later and I took him back in and said, if it ever happens again, you're going out the front door and you won't be ever coming back in again. How long was he uh, on the streets for? Or was he on the streets? Was he staying with relatives? or Nearly friends? two weeks. Jesus. Who was he Who was he sleeping with? Like, whose house was he? Um, for, I believe for the first few nights he just basically wandered around Dublin and then he basically went into friends' houses onto different sofas. What do you mean you believe? Did you not even ring him to check up on him? How are you tonight? No. Jesus. Now that's, that's... It's called tough love, Jamie. Yeah, that's the problem with this toxic generation coming up now. No, or lack thereof. Like, how can you... St- no, okay, you know what? Every fucking child that. coming up now always gets the soft touch. You can't spank your children. You can't touch them. You can't give out to them in public. You can't even raise your voice to your children in public anymore. I'm pretty like, sure that's abandonment, isn't it? Throwing a 15, you're throwing a minor out in the street. I'm pretty sure there's a law against that yeah, somewhere. That, there has to be. Let me go to Phil. Yeah, and I'm sure if the guy had knocked on my door and he said, yeah, he's using drugs, he has a lot of cannabis or weed on them, the guard, I'm sure they would have said, ah. The guards would need, what, do you think the guards are arresting people and putting them in jail for, for carrying a bit of cannabis for personal use? Jesus, cop on for a sec, Trevor. Let me go to uh, Phil. How are you, Phil? Not the bad, mate. How are you? Good. You're listening to this. What do you want to say? It's, it's actually hard to describe. Like, um, I've had addiction problems pretty much since I was a teenager. And to be honest with you, it was mostly alcohol. Um, I have done cannabis um, for a long time. I never felt an addiction to it. I never felt that it was a dependency drug. Um, so to hear that, like, uh, you know, if you cannabis is a gateway drug, I read one of the comments on the page a minute ago that said cannabis is a gateway drug. No, it's not. I was drinking before I was smoking cannabis. I smoked cannabis and I was able to give it up without any without any problems at all. So how come how come this girl, how come Amanda's daughter can't give it up? How come she's addicted to it? 
what a ridiculous question. What a ridiculous question. You could say that about anything. How come somebody's addicted to something and someone else isn't? No, but if yeah, you know, it, yeah, the one thing I'm not taking into account here is everybody's different. At the end of the day, like, I mean, I smoked cannabis for a long time. I mean, I did it for many reasons. Um, I had, look, I'm not going to sit here and excuse myself and say I had problems in my life, which I did. Um, I turned to cannabis for, I suppose, I wanted to be free. I guess I wanted to relax my mind, but I never felt addicted to it. Like it was never addiction. Like I found that I was most addicted to alcohol. Um, but cannabis was more relaxant. I never felt that like I was so addicted that I just couldn't stop. I started it. I went through years of it. And then when I was reintroduced to it years later. It didn't affect me in any way, shape, or form. I was like, okay, yeah, and that, 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 okay, that's wonderful that it didn't affect you, but it affected Amanda's daughter. Her, she's literally ruined her education because of this drug. She has. She's I, I don't, no, I don't believe that. I believe that at the end of the day, it was an excuse. I mean, look, you can use so many things as an excuse. You can sit there and say, well, oh, look, I can't get to where I want to be because of such a thing. I believe that she is sitting there saying, I can't get to where I want to be because of cannabis. I remember hearing a quote a while ago, if you have a room full of alcoholics or a room full of cannabis users, where's the violence going to most emanate from? No, obviously... Yes, obviously cannabis does it, but this isn't about making people violent or anything. She says... at 14 years of age, her daughter was very bright in school, did really, really well. Yeah. Uh, after years of smoking cannabis, she didn't even want to do the leaving cert, and she's just sitting at home all day, getting high and having the munchies, and has no get up and go yeah, or no I, motivation. I don't, what about I don't if she's just lazy? What do you mean you don't believe What about it? if she's exactly, just a lazy bitch? Exactly, no, that's exactly what Katie said there. What about her laziness? What about using that as an excuse? Okay, stay there for, stay there for a second, Phil, because I can hear Trevor laughing in the background. He wants to talk to you. Don't go away. If you want to get in on this, 085-825-2626. 085-825-2626. We're talking about, uh, well, we're talking about Amanda's uh, situation. And her daughter, who, according to Amanda, has ruined her life because of cannabis. And Phil is saying, no, that's just an excuse. Don't go away. Voted Irish Current Affairs Podcast of the Year. It's Opinions Matter with Jeremy and Katie. Trevor, as Phil was speaking there, you were giggling in the background. What's so funny about that? Yeah, sorry, I, I, I just, I was giggling. I'm not giggling at his story and all that, but the fact that he can turn around and say, I'm not buying it. The mother has seen this child be the bubbly person up to 14 and then after 14 knowing that she has started the cannabis up to 19 has seen the change has seen the child develop into a lazy shit no get up and go lack of educate, want of education and he's saying I don't believe it the mother has seen this and he doesn't believe oh, it that's not okay no don't do you think that you think that it's just down to cannabis you think that's the problem well, listen, mate, what does cannabis do? It can relax, yeah, absolutely, 100%. Yeah. I agree with that. Okay. Now, hang on, hang on, hang on. She's doing five yeah, to six no. joints a day. Yep. So wait, how is the fuck is she going to have any get up and go with that amount of Mate, I used to work night shift, all right, and I'd come home in the morning and I'd smoke a few joints and I'd play a few computer games, games and I'd relax. But at the same time, it wouldn't alter my mindset. It would just relax me. It wouldn't alter how I view the world. It wouldn't alter what I want in life. So you're telling me that you're making excuses now and saying, oh, well, 
this is going to alter her mindset. This is going to alter her view on the world. This is going to alter her plans. I don't believe that for a second. No, it doesn't. So even even though there's studies out there that say that cannabis affects the brain, you're saying it doesn't? No, it doesn't. Absolutely not. Because as I said, I, I have smoked myself for many years. I don't anymore. I haven't for the last, I'd say, 10 years smoked it. Yeah, I, I too have grown up around lads who smoked for years and then went off it and the mindset completely changed. Okay, that's fair enough, but that's your situation. I know friends of mine that still smoke to this day and it has not altered their vision nor their goals nor what they want. That comes down to the person themselves. You're now trying to blame a, a drug for how it alters somebody. No, it doesn't alter what is actually a fact and what matters. All I know, mate, is the fact that there's countless studies out there no, saying mate, that no, these no, things no, do happen. No, all you know is what you see. All you know is what you see. You don't actually know fucking fact. You don't no, actually mate, know. I do because I grew fact. up with people and I've looked into these things. That's why my son went out oh, to so front car because I didn't want that life for him. And you can spell off the fact that you done this, you done that. You you don't know where this mother is, and you don't know what her daughter's like. And at the end of the day, the mother is blamed with the drug, and it could be the drug. You don't know what the daughter was like. The mother doesn't want to take responsibility for shit that happened. Maybe there's other alternating facts. Maybe there's other things to take into account. But you're now blaming the drug. No, because you're not listening to me. The whole email said that the mother has seen the child change. So you're getting first-hand accounts from that. Boy, boy, so so she's just gonna turn around and say, Oh well, cannabis is the problem. She smoked cannabis. But why did she smoke it in the fucking first place? Maybe it was curiosity. How the hell do we know? Why does it have why does, why does it have to boil down to me or maybe something really bad happened to her in her childhood? Is that what you're trying to get to? No, no, it's not what I'm trying to get to. No, not at all. What I'm saying is, yes, I do agree with what you're saying when people experiment with things, but it doesn't necessarily mean that what they experiment with is the actual problem. Ask yourself, what are you experimenting? No, you're right, it doesn't. I agree with that. But at the same time, I'm sitting there saying, look, I've been around many people, I've been around myself, obviously, that have smoked it and then said, well, you know what, it's not a gateway drug, it hasn't done anything for me. And it's not because I didn't, uh, look, I didn't smoke enough of it. And I've seen other people around me alter and change, but not in a direct way that would affect their lives. It has relaxed them, yes, but it hasn't made them lazy and complacent towards what they want. Well, all I know is I wasn't taking that chance on my child, and at the end of the day, this woman has left... Hang on, yeah, yeah, but you took the chance of putting them out... You took the chance of putting them out on the street. To smoke this shit, and she's done this damage to her child. It's her fault as well as the daughter's. Hold on a second, just saying, the one thing I do believe in, right, is you raise your kids, you you do the best you can, and you can influence them, and you you can alter shit the way you want to, but at the end of the day, a child will do what they want. You can't... Control them 24-7. If they choose to smoke a joint and it alters them in a relaxing way, it still doesn't change the goals. It still doesn't change the outcome. It still doesn't make them lazy or complacent. You can sit there and say, you know what, mate? I couldn't agree with you more right in the first few sentences you said there. You try to direct your child, stare at them. That is exactly what I done. And I'm being called a bad father for kicking my child out and letting them experience the big bad world that he thinks he's big enough to go into. Hold on, hold on, hold on. No, you kick your child out. That's the wrong thing to do because if you feel your child's gone down a path that they shouldn't go down, 
you should ultimately support them, ultimately try to coach them through, ultimately try to influence them, ultimately try to change yeah, you, you, you them. Didn't, you didn't try to help them at all, uh, Trevor. You just said... Well, Jamie, hang on. For most, all my children's lives, they have known I'm anti-drug, okay? Yeah. Because of the experiences I've gone through in my life and the death, fucking death of people yes, that have been around me. Hang on, hang on, hang on. And I've told them, this is a bad thing. This is gone. This could do damage. This could kill you. And at the end of the day, it's not acceptable in this house. And my son tried it. And he brought it home to my house. So what should I have done? Sat him down and said, oh, who's a bad boy? Don't be doing that. No, that's naughty. No, I took the fucking father out. I set him outside that door. And I tell you now, for a week and a half, I didn't think of him. Father of the year, well done. <laughs> Unbelievable. You're trying to save your kid by putting him in a dangerous situation, I just, yeah. Yeah, I just don't get it uh, myself either. Here's Andrea. Cannabis does ruin your life. And I remember my mother handcuffing my brother to his bed when he was about 15 to try and stop him going out, or 16 to try and stop him going out and getting it. And, you know, people coming after him because he owed money for it. It definitely does destroy people's lives. And here is Dave. Hey lads, can't come on, but uh, I have to admit, uh, Trevor is 100% bang on there. Um, but dead right, Trevor. Um, I know lads that uh, smoke it, like, they smoke it every day, basically. And you know what, they're all in the dole, and they're all dopes, pardon the pun. You know what I mean? Every time you talk to them, they're all, ah, oh, yes, grand, yeah, everything's in slow motion. So how are you going to bleed and get a job if, if the world is in slow motion? Like, what is wrong with people that, like, you know, and that other guy there, oh, you, that he used to smoke it, like, it doesn't affect your brain. Of course it affects your fucking brain. So what's the point in fucking smoking it then? It's just stupid. Yeah, I've always said that to people who say, oh, it doesn't affect me, it doesn't affect me. If it doesn't affect you, don't smoke it. Like, just have, if you if it relaxes you, there's other things you can do to relax. Just have a bath, have a bubble bath or something like that. There's another topic, is you see some of the messages coming in on Facebook about paying their kids drug debts. That is yeah, another conversation. Another debate, isn't it? Now, what do you do? Like, what, what do you, you do? do? It's what do you do? Because if you pay it, then you're kind of saying, okay, well, you know, this... They're going to keep doing it. But if you don't pay it, then you're afraid they're going to be killed. They're going to get their legs broken. It's, and it's, I'm sure. Oh, it's a horrific situation for a parent to be in. Yeah, I think we'll cover that on a later podcast because I uh, think uh, we will. it's like, what do you do? Do you pay five grand? Yeah. Because people will get shot dead for five grand, wouldn't mm-hmm. they? Five grand dead. Yeah. Easily, wouldn't uh, they? If not shot, terrorised. You'd be terrorised. Yeah, in your house. You want to, until you want to die because these people that run in these circles they're not nice people no they're not anyway thank you very much for listening to this latest uh, Opinions Matter podcast whether or not you agreed with uh, what Trevor did or the other callers it was an interesting debate all about how you deal with a teenager um, smoking cannabis but I will say to you if you are the parent of a young teenager and you think my child would never touch that drug that's naive isn't it yeah it's completely naive because it's rampant I don't think every teen. I don't think. I don't think every teenager tries it. I think probably the majority at some point will, but not every teen. Okay. Thank you very much for listening to this podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on Spotify or Apple, uh, and you'll be notified every time we post a new podcast. It is the Opinions Matter podcast, and we will talk to you on the next one. Enjoy the rest of your day. Bye bye. Say bye bye, Katie. Bye bye, Katie. <laughs>